But here's where the shift happens from founder to CEO. I'm gonna teach you how to think about leading indicators, right? What is a leading indicator? A leading indicator or a KPI, a key performance indicator, right? Is, is an indicator that is going to tell you how your business is gonna perform. So you can actually start forecasting it. So in our world here at CEO School, we're not just gonna be like, here's what took place. We're gonna be smart and strategic and we're gonna know what's gonna take place before it even happens, right? And how do we get there? It's through KPIs, key performance indicators. Hi, I'm Sanira and I'm a mom of two, a daughter of an immigrant and an unlikely entrepreneur who went from scaling an idea to a nine-figure business. Along the way, I learned that less than 2% of female founders ever hit a million in revenue. And I'm on a mission to change that because we should all feel empowered enough to run our lives like we're the CEO. Since I never went to CEO school, I've had to learn it all the hard way. Now I'm sharing it all with you so that you can join us as we discuss the mindset, money, and marketing secrets of the women who have bet big on unconventional paths to their version of success. Grab a seat because class is officially in session. Welcome to CEO school. If you are a female founder ready to hit that next level in scaling your business, you need to come to the CEO school experience. Over four days, we'll cover everything you need to gain clarity around your next steps on going from entrepreneur to CEO. I'll be pulling back the curtain and sharing all of the juicy details of what it takes to actually go from entrepreneur to CEO. We're going to be talking about systems, scaling, playbooks, how I run meetings, how to hire, how to fire, how to have the right morning routine, and how to actually have the right tools and processes in your business so that you're working on the business and not in your business. Ready to sit at our table? Grab your free ticket in the link in the description. I will see you there May 16th until the 20th. It's going to be one hour a day, jam-packed of value. If you've been to any of my live experiences before, you know that I bring all the juices. Make sure you complete the registration because we'll be sending out materials, worksheets, playbooks. And so you don't want to miss getting all of this incredible, incredible material for your business so that you can actually go from entrepreneur to CEO and hit scale on your business and have the business of your dreams, making the right money with the right time, with the right resources for you. I cannot wait to see you at the CEO School Experience. I'll be your host for the entire experience. It's going to be epic. I'll see you there. Link is in the show notes. Good morning, CEO School. This is your host, Sinira Madani. And today I'm going to be talking all about profits and making money in your business and what you should be paying attention to. I think this is going to just be an incredible conversation over the next 15 minutes of your time is all I need from you this morning to deep dive into how you can actually see if your business is working, is it profitable? What are you taking home? What should you be paying attention to? Something that I get so frustrated with, you know, after literally mentoring, I don't know, over a thousand entrepreneurs at some point in my last five years of, of journey in coaching and in our memberships and, and all of this stuff is how many times I hear women say, I just don't like to deal with the numbers. I've just never been good at it. I just don't like it. I don't, I don't care to like it. And what I want, it just like literally irks at me every time I hear this, because I don't care if you like it or not. It is 
one of the most critical, important pieces about your business and your business is not going to be successful with that attitude, right? And I'm not saying that you have to love numbers. So don't get me wrong. I am actually a finance major. So I don't know if you know this about me. I went to UF and I was a finance major and I did not choose finance because I liked finance. I loved marketing and I was a marketing major and I ended up actually double majoring in finance for the challenge of knowing where I was going. And I was like, I needed to have this background. And thank God that I did that because it taught me so much. And I literally had to force myself to learn things that I wasn't really excited about. And I'm not saying that you need a finance degree. So, and trust me right now, running a company that's doing over a hundred million in revenue. Now I can't even believe I say that out loud. Ah, getting here was incredibly difficult. And I did not get here without not paying attention to the numbers. Right. But what I will also tell you is that as I've scaled, I didn't need to have a fine, like a finance degree. Like after I left college, I swear to God, all of that went out the door in my corporate life. Cause I never used it until I became an entrepreneur. And I will tell you that it wasn't about finance. It was just getting comfortable with numbers. That is what it's about. And what I also want to tell you in myth bust for you is guess what? I don't do the numbers at any of my companies, right? I have really skilled, really smart people who love it, right? Everybody has their zones of genius and you don't have to be the one that does every single thing in your business. But what you do need to know is you need to be, you need to have the knowledge to be armed, to be dangerous, right? You don't want to be so ignorant and just completely ignore it and not know what is happening. And that is what I get frustrated with. It's not the fact that you're saying that you don't like it. You don't want to do it. You don't have to do it. I don't do it. I don't do it for CEO school. I definitely don't do it for stocks, right? I don't do it. I have a team that does it, or I have an outsourced bookkeeper for our smaller businesses, right? And so you do not have to be the one to do it, but you have to understand what you're measuring as the CEO of your business, right? As the founder going to CEO, going from founder to CEO of your business, it's imperative that you know the data that will actually be needle moving for your business and numbers and data is exactly that. And so that's it. I'm going to get off my soapbox of why it's important. So I know, you know, it's important, but I'm going to show you how we can make it easy. Okay. And I'm going to share with you what I do to make it super, super easy and what I'm teaching inside of the course right now. So I just finished recording our profit module, our KPI module. And so I wanted to hop on here and just give you guys some, just a good quick business lesson on what to measure. So first and foremost, when you think about the finances of your business, a lot of women, all we do is measure our um, lagging indicators. Okay. So a lagging indicator is something that's already happened, right? Sales, right? That's a good number to measure. You should know what your revenue is, but that's a lagging indicator. It already happened. Right. And, but it's important for you to know. So you need to know key lagging indicators. And that's great. So that's 101 finances, right? 101, knowing your lagging indicators, which are sales, your number of customers, your attrition. So customers that you've lost, these are just basic things that you should be tracking your cost of goods, right? So what's your, what is your, um, price points of your product? Like what did you sell versus what did things cost you? And so understanding your cost of goods, these are all things that already took place in your, in like that, that already took place in your business. So when you go back and you do your last month's finances, those are all your lagging indicators. 
But here's where the shift happens from founder to CEO. I'm going to teach you how to think about leading indicators, right? What is a leading indicator? A leading indicator or a KPI, a key performance indicator, right? Is, is an indicator that is going to tell you how your business is going to perform. So you can actually start forecasting it. So in our world here at CEO school, we're not just going to be like, here's what took place. We're going to be smart and strategic, and we're going to know what's going to take place before it even happens. Right. And how do we get there? It's through KPIs, key performance indicators and key performance indicators are things in your business that you can measure that, that you should have a pulse on. I think about it as like one of my mentors once told me like being a CEO is like flying a plane. Guess what? Pilots don't actually fly the plane. They don't, they don't fly the plane, but they have a cockpit. They need to know how to fly a plane, right? So they need to be armed to be dangerous if something happens and they need to know how to use every single tool in their tool belt, but they don't, they're not the ones that actually end up flying the plane. But the most important tool that a pilot has is his or her cockpit, right? And so your cockpit is your KPIs. It's your dashboard. It's the indicators to know that everything is running smoothly. It's making sure that all the things are on track. So that's how I think about KPIs and being a CEO is that you actually, you are the pilot, right? You are, you do not have to actually fly the plane. You need to know the things to fly the plane, but you have all the things in front of you that are working. Here are some KPIs that I can give examples for. It's going to be different for every business, but like going back into, let's say, like a KPI could be, you know, your, like what is actually moving the needle in your business. So from a marketing and every department can have KPIs, right? So if you're just thinking about sales, so the revenue is a lagging indicator, right? The dollar amount that was closed, but what does it take? What's the step before or the step before that, that you need to get to? Remember we last episode, we talked about Toku, Mofu and Bofu, right? Those are key performing indicators. So what is that step before the sale? Is it number of sales calls, right? So number of sales calls could be a KPI that you track and measure. So you know that if you have 10 sales calls, that's going to lead to five sales. Those five sales are going to equate to X amount in revenue. That 10 sales discovery calls, those are that is a KPI that you should be tracking to be on your target. So if you know you want 100,000 in revenue, you can work backwards to say, okay, how many sales does that take? And then of that, because of my conversion rate, how many sales discovery calls do I need to have? Right? So you could quickly measure that. Well, guess what? That is what should be on your dashboard. That is what you should be tracking towards, right? You should be, you shouldn't be tracking towards the sale. And this is what I find most entrepreneurs do is they're like, just focus on this, like one piece of it, which is the lagging. You need to be focused on the leading indicator, right? You need to be focused on booking discovery calls because you know that if you can hit your 10 discovery calls, guess what? You know, your conversion rate, you know, that you're going to close 50% of those discovery calls. So you know, the revenue is going to come, but what do you need to do to actually hit those 10 discovery calls? That should be the indicator that you and your team are working towards. So that's what KPIs do in a business on the marketing side. So every single department can have KPIs and you don't need a ton, literally five to 10 KPIs. And you need the lagging ones, right? You need to know your revenue. You need to know your attrition. You need to know like what already took place, but the leading indicators, right? Could be things like 
your email subscribers, right? So that is a leading indicator that I have here at CEO school. I'm always tracking that. I want to see my email list grow because we have all of these things for top of the funnel, right? We talked about tofu, but how do I bring them into the middle of the funnel, right? So that is a leading indicator, right? Maybe leading indicators for you could be things like your podcast downloads or your followers, or uh, leading indicators could be number of downloads, number of discovery calls. So based on your industry, tracking a few five to 10 indicators can really make a difference in having your team row in the right direction and actually think about what moves the needle, not already what happened. So that's a tip that I have for you. And we deep dive really further into this in the modules, but for the sake of audio and for the podcast, Once you have your indicators, the next step is also keeping a pulse on your business, right? So do you have a dashboard in place? Do you have a simple reporting structure that your team can kind of input this information? So you can have that cockpit, right? You can have the information that you need to start your week, right? To start your team's week. So this is like a quick practice and a habit, even if it's as simple as putting it on a tracker, on a spreadsheet and getting your team or even getting you first to start tracking these things are so important to really think about the forecasting element of your business so that you can make strong decisions about when you want to pull the lever, right? So if you know that you are closing 50% of your sales discovery calls, what do you need to do to go book more discovery calls? Do you need to do more marketing? Do you need to spend more on the middle of the funnel? Are you ready to scale on ads? Like you can make those decisions because you are now tracking your data right? And that is a big part of the numbers element, but it's also so sexy and so exciting because you know where you're going. And it can be as simple as just measuring five to 10 things. Lastly, I want to talk about just finances in general. And I want like the internet fools us on like what it takes to have a six figure business and a seven figure business. Sorry, like my voice is like, this is my uh, Instagram uh, internet fooling voice. But the internet's fooling us with everyone's like businesses, air quotes on like that they have this business and that business. It doesn't mean shit. What are they actually taking home? Right. I can have a, I can have a a multi seven figure business today and throw live events all the time and have like only a 20% profit margin. Right. That is not defined. And that could be a successful business for them. Right. So I'm not saying that you define what success looks like, but don't be fooled in on just top line numbers. Okay. I want you to be focused on building a business that is strategic, right? And you should know where your expenses are. You should know where your forecast, what your projections are for your sales, like what you're looking to do. So you can work backwards, right? If you want a six-figure business today, right? You can work backwards to say, okay, how many sales do I need to get in order to do that based on the product offerings that I have? That's simple. But what I want to take you a step further is how can you expand your product offerings? You don't need to be in this crazy cycle of of like, okay, let's say I'm selling a $10,000 product and I need 10 sales to get to a hundred thousand, right? That doesn't mean that I do one sale a month and that's how I get to a hundred thousand. That's not a, that's not a, like a, a good forecast unless you hit that. And that's how you operate. And you only knew that you're putting one sale a month. That's not how life works, right? There's seasons in business. There's going to be times that you're going to do a launch or you're going to 
push things up front. You're going to have a, a sale for your, I have a friend who has a incredible handbag and fashion line and her, although she's a product-based business, it comes in seasons, right? She launches her spring collection. So when she has a launch, those sales are going to be the heavier months of sales. And then it slows down during non new launches for like the product, right? And so this is on every single industry type sitting down to do your forecast to say, okay, what is actually realistic based on not only the products that I have today, but how can I expand my customer lifetime value, right? How can I expand this next iteration of a product offering? Can I bundle things? Can I offer a VIP package, right? How do I think about my customer and expand the customers also that I already have? It costs us five times more to land a brand new customer than it does to keep an existing customer to sell to an existing customer. And so really thinking about that customer journey and your product journey is something that I want you to be thinking about. We definitely do deep dive so much further into this, but you have to have a plan. That's all I wanted to make sure in this 15 minutes that we touch base, that you are tracking five to 10 things that are going to keep you on plan. You have a simple forecast for your business. That is not a divided by 12, right? I'm not going to allow that you are going to sit down and create a simple forecast and hopefully get the templates that you need. We have all the templates inside of our course coming, but just literally pull up an Excel spreadsheet and just start going. And I'm telling you these five to 10 KPIs, just knowing where you're going is going to be instrumental in your business. Lastly, I keep saying lastly, and I, this is finance and I love talking about profit and, and numbers and business. So my only last thing I want you to do is make sure you have a finance meeting in your books, ladies, make sure you have a finance meeting book with your CFO, your bookkeeper. And this goes to women that like, if you don't have a business and you're listening to this podcast, do you have a personal finance meeting? Faisal and I sit down every single month to do our personal finances together to make sure that we are on track for our goals. We are on track for the forecasting of our goals, and we are on track for the budgets that we have created and for our investments and things like that. So make sure that you are having a monthly finance meeting, both in your personal life, as well, of course, in your business life. So sit down with your bookkeeper, with your CFO to make sure that you understand what took place last month. I do this on a monthly basis in my businesses and we deep dive into making sure that we are on track. Not only we're on budget for what we were supposed to spend and what we're, what, what our KPIs were, but we are forecasting and we are trending in the right direction for the year. And so you can absolutely ask for a team. You can absolutely outsource your bookkeeping. You can absolutely get people around you that love numbers and that can help you. But I will teach you enough to be armed, to be dangerous so that you can actually keep a pulse on this. Cause this is such an important part of not only creating a business, but creating a business that's sustainable, that works for you and towards your goals and for your team, right? Happier team. Your team will be so happy knowing that these are the things that we're tracking and that they feel fulfilled that they're putting in the work towards a metric that is actually needle moving for the business, not looking back and saying, why didn't we have this amount of sales or we had a bad launch or our product, like our like spring line didn't sell. That happens when we don't have those proper KPIs in place. So I know today was a little meaty on numbers and finance, but I hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned something. If you did, please leave me a review down below and screenshot this episode. I would love to hear what you learned and what you're implementing. So tag us on Instagram and be sure to come join us for the CEO school 
experience taking place May 16th. It is going to be an entire week of workshops just like this. We are literally handing out all of the tools, all of the freebies, all of the downloads, all of the templates so that you can walk away feeling empowered and have the actual tool set that you need to scale your business going from founder to CEO and getting your business to its next level. I'll see you next week at CEO School. Hey there, if you enjoy this week's episode themes and want to go deeper into concepts on mindset, money, and marketing, download our freebie with the five secrets that helped me scale multiple companies to seven figures and beyond. These are the exact skills that will help you get you to your next level. Find it on CEO School's bio on Instagram at CEO School. If you loved today's episode, leave us a review. This is how we grow and reach more incredible entrepreneurs like you. Tell us what you loved about the episode and you'll be entered to win one ticket to our Women in Business Conference this September in Orlando. I can't wait to see you.